Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Kozlowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. But same applies to any professionals who may appear on the Light the Fight podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Light the Fight Podcast. I am one of your hosts, David, and this is normally when I'd say, Heidi, introduce yourself, but Heidi is not with us tonight, and that's a good thing. Well, I mean, she's she's busy doing some stuff, family stuff, but she's also putting together a lot of very important stuff for our event coming up in just two days, January 31st. You've heard us talk about Tenazium, so I won't get into it too much, but if you're here locally, please come down to Corner Canyons High School, 7 p.m. for the Light the Fight, Do Not Freak Out, just joking, it's called Don't Freak Out event, and it's sponsored by our amazing community partnership with 1-800-CONTACTS. Heidi and I are going to be discussing and sharing with you how to be able to respond to your loved ones, specifically kids and family members, in difficult, challenging situations where you would normally want to freak out. And this would also be the time where Heidi would say, yeah, yeah, I'd freak out in these situations. So I'm going to show you, I'm speaking for her, from my own personal experience, what I did wrong and what you should do by learning from my mistakes. Now, in all seriousness, Heidi's improved quite a bit on that. She's graduated many levels and is now in a much better situation in her response to stress, Drama with her family, because if you got a family, that means you got drama. Those two come together, regardless how old your kids are, whether you have kids, whether you don't have kids. If you're from a family, you're going to have drama at times, too. So without further ado, I wanted to get into tonight's episode is going to be a public service announcement, a PSA, or a parent service announcement. Ah, I, I just came up that. A PSA, a parent service announcement. And this is coming straight hot off the press Total personal inspiration from me. And when I say personal inspiration, I'm just going to be talking to you for a few minutes about something that I see all the time. And I rarely just say direct things like this. And let me tell you a little bit about why I'm sometimes vague, why sometimes I kind of talk in circles around things. One of the main reasons is I'm trying to give you guys helpful information and suggestions and ideas that a lot of different types of people can understand and grasp. So for example, in my private practice as a mental health professional, I talk to all different types of people from different walks of life. Now, some of you may be sitting here saying, David, but you're a therapist in Utah. How diverse could it be in Utah? Oddly enough, I get all the diverse people. (laughs) They see me and they're not threatened or intimidated by me one bit. Like, oh, that guy doesn't sound so smart and he'd make me feel like I'm a bad parent and he's not going to judge and criticize me. And it's true. I don't. But I do come across many different types of families, teenagers, adults, all different types of people, a lot of which aren't even from Utah and they're transplants, transplants like me that just kind of for one reason or another ended up here in Utah. So I do get quite a variety of different types of people. But... I rarely share direct things for another reason, and that is 
I have a hard time. I struggle with telling people direct things out of fear that they're going to take it, that I'm telling them that what they've been doing is wrong. And sometimes I can be a little too persuasive. Sometimes I can persuade people to try different things. But in the, in the, in the time when they're identifying their mistakes and things that they're struggling with, let's use a parent, for example. So I'm talking to a parent and a parent, and this is just a random situation, not a specific one. I'm talking to a parent and that parent is feeling like they're in counseling, they're in therapy talking to me because they failed in all these different types of ways. Now, whether the parent says that they feel like a failure or not, it becomes very evident. Some of the things that are proof that they feel that way is they become very defensive at criticism from their kids. If I say something that's too direct, they may, for 10, 15 minutes, tell me all the reasons why they did it and all the times in their life they haven't done it so horribly. When at the end of that conversation, we still have to get back to the point of there's a better way or something else that I would suggest. So to kind of help navigate through that, I'm usually very cautious to not say things so direct. So let me give you an example. Sometimes people will give straight up advice like, well, why did you do that? You just need to do it this way. Here's what you got to do. Do this, do this, do that. And you're going to be totally fine. It's going to totally work out. And unfortunately, younger in my, when I was younger in my career, and, and hopefully I don't do it as often now, but I'd hear back from people later on. And what they took from that exchange was I was telling them that they're not any good, that they're a failure. Now, never has that been my intent to make a parent feel bad, to make a parent. I've never had that intention to make someone feel bad as a motivating factor to get them to do something better. Unfortunately, it does happen, and it's happened to me many times. So my lack of directness on this podcast at times is because I don't want to make any of you feel bad. So I want to take this opportunity today for the little bit of time that I have with you guys to be very direct. But as you listen to what I'm saying, I want you to try to hear, try to, try to imagine the whole picture of what I'm saying. Try not to listen to the specific words that I use. For example, if, if a word that I say is a triggering word for you, a word that you don't like, try to listen for the overall meaning. Give me a moment to finish what I'm saying before, or try to give me a moment to finish what I'm saying before you take it to heart because I don't want you to feel like I'm being critical. I don't want you to feel like I'm telling you you're a bad parent, that you're not effective in, in your approach with your kids. I just want to share something very direct with you that has been weighing really heavy on me, but it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. So here it is. As a parent, your kids are wanting a different relationship with you. They want you to give them the microphone. They want to trust you. They want to believe that they can come to you with their fears, their insecurities, their difficult days, and that you will just listen to them that you won't interject quickly, that you won't jump in and say, wait, this kid hurts your feelings? Well, I'm going to go down to the office. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Or you can, they could tell you, they want to they wanna be able to tell you things like, you know, my, my friends are vaping or my friends are doing this or 
or I was vaping or I was struggling this. They want to confess their insecurities, their sadness. They want to share with you their wins, a band that they found that they like, something that they're excited about. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to smile, if it's appropriate, of course. I want you to show concern. I want you to listen. But for a little bit of time, I want you to be very slow to say anything at all. I want you to take this, that opportunity when it comes up and prove to your kids that you can be better than you've been. And the real direct thing that I want to say to you parents is that you can do better than what you've done. That does not discount all the great things you've done as a parent for your kids. That does not mean that you're not doing many amazing things. I'm only focusing on your relationship with your kids and you letting your kids have influence over you so that they can feel like they are in a partnership with you becoming better as a parent. Your kids know how much being a great parent is important to you, but they want to feel like they are a big part of your development, not a burden to you, not the reason why you're frustrated. They don't want to feel like they have to withhold things from you. I've had so many experiences in this past couple weeks of seeing amazing, I could call it miracles, and by definition, it is a miracle when a parent comes to me and a teenager comes to me and they have no belief that they could ever trust. So a parent doesn't believe that they could trust their kid because of recent circumstances and recent fights and drama. And a teenager doesn't ever feel like they could trust their parent. In the past few weeks, I've seen more teenagers genuinely apologize to their parents for making their parents feel bad. I've had more parents not talking in circles, not telling their kids all the things that they've learned throughout their life, but instead closing their mouth, opening their ears, or as the saying says, you have two ears and one mouth, and in certain situations, it might be better that you listen twice as much as you speak. These parents that have been brave enough to put all their fears and their worries for their kids aside and give their kids the microphone and actually turn on the microphone and the metaphor, like give them a chance to talk and let them speak to them without having an agenda at that moment to solve the problem, to bail them out, to rescue them, to warn them of all the problems that could come from if they hang out with a certain friend or if they make a certain choice. But just sit there and prove to your kids that you can be with them in their highs, you can be with them in their lows, even if you don't know what their future holds for them. If you can be a parent that does this more frequently, you will first be respected by your kids, you will second, earn their trust, and third, they will give you the freedom to use your life experiences to then influence them. Because let's face it, no parent has gone through hurt and pain and life struggles solely to keep those things a secret and hidden from their kids. You want to share 
all your experiences, both good and bad, with your kids. You want to give them as many advantages in being successful in life, and that's a good thing. But all those things you want and all those intentions of doing all these great things for them are not going to come through in the relationship and the communication if they don't first respect you, trust you, and then give you the microphone back for you to influence them. I really wish you guys that I could I could play a video or even audio of the parents and teenagers and, and kids too, not just all teenagers and older kids as well, older teenagers. Just in two weeks. And I'm not that good. Like I, I know I'm setting it up for them in my office and I'm getting the trust with them and I'm setting the stage, but you parents out there that might be listening to this, the parents that I'm talking about, you parents out there are doing the things that I've learned from other parents that have gotten the connection with their kids. You're scared. You're nervous that it won't work. You're totally uncomfortable because you're allowing your kids to tell you things that they don't like about your parenting style, but you're listening and you're not trying to jump in and tell them that wasn't your intention. You didn't mean to do that. You're not defending what they're saying. You're hearing what they're saying. You're swallowing your pride. All those fears and worries that come up, and you're taking that information your kids are giving to you, and you're flipping that around and using that information as your greatest asset to your relationship. And that is very simple. You're giving them the one thing they've always wanted from you. If you just listen. I don't think there's anyone out there listening to this that hasn't had a boss in their life that you felt didn't listen to you. And how frustrating that is when you're working in the trenches all day long to pay their mortgage, their house payment, you know, to, to make sure that their life is cushy. And to feel like your boss isn't really listening to your experiences can make you feel like you don't want to work for that company anymore. Well, in our event that we're talking about on Thursday, and more importantly in our workshops, we talk about making your family like an actual family business. A business that your kids are not employees of. They're partners in. A business that your kids are enjoying so much their experience being in this business that they actually want to take it over someday. And the only way your kids are going to want to take over the family business is they got to feel like they have a seat at the table to have influence over the family business. They want to see that look of acceptance and love and amazement and shock from a parent. That only, this look only comes from a parent to a teenager or a parent to a kid, no matter how old they are, when the parent is blown away by the passion, input, and commitment that the kids have to the family. And I've seen that look on so many parents this week. I've seen so many parents, last couple weeks actually, I've seen so many parents last couple of weeks, and I don't know why it's happened so many times, maybe I've seen lots of 
parents and young people right now, so many of them are looking at the kids, and these are parents I'm referring to, looking at their kids with this bewildered look of shock, awe, and amazement that their kids just apologize to them. That their kids are recognizing their own mistakes that they're making in the relationship. And these kids are 13, 14, 15, 16 years old. And the parents are like looking at them and looking at me. And I'm sitting there nodding my head like this like kind of smart, cheesy look on, yeah, I told you. I told you. They knew more than they were given credit for. So this is a PSA, a parent service announcement to you parents out there. You better step up your game. You better step up your game because your kids are wanting to step up their game. But they need you to give them the green light. Put them in, coach. Put them in the game. Get them involved in what you're doing. Act like you don't know things that you may really know a lot about so they can have some experience of learning about it and sharing with you what they know so they feel like they're teaching you something. Focus on ways to find partnership with your kids like we talked about in our last episode. This is the parent service announcement. I'm seeing it. I can testify in a court of law, Your Honor, young people aren't as screwed up as their behavior is showing at times, and they are definitely not fragile. They actually oppose being fragile. They oppose being weak. They need randomness. They need a little bit of chaos sprinkled in their day, and they need to figure out how to make order out of things that seem like there is none. And they need to know that they can help their families and bring honor to their family's name. I don't care if you were adopted like me. I don't care what type of family you came from. If you came from, you know, a foster care family, if you came from, you know, an aunt or an uncle that raised you, if someone did good by you, if someone helped you survive and better your life, you want to make that person proud, period. You want to make that person feel like their investment in you was not, was a waste of their time. Well, the only way a young person can feel that way is they got to get a chance to get in the game and show you that they got what it takes. And you know what that means? They're going to take some shots you don't want them to take. They're going to miss a whole lot of shots and feel like they've made tons of mistakes. But if you coach them through this and build them up, someday they're going to be a coach themselves. They're going to be an owner of the family business. And they may take it over and make it better than you ever could on your own because you taught them how to work with you instead of just working to be right. Working to have control. Working to point out their mistakes is not going to help them feel like they're partners with you and is not going to make them motivated to want to work with you long term. That's what I want to share with you guys tonight. And I really do wish you could have seen and experienced some of these amazing connections that I've seen with parents and their kids this past couple weeks. And I see these all the time, but I feel really blessed to have seen so many so recently. And, you know, with Light the Fight, us doing this event in just a couple of days from when I'm recording this podcast and our workshop coming up. For me, I'll be honest with you, I, I like to have these little moments 
to give me constant validation that we're trending in the right direction. We are not the end-all, be-all for parent information. All the good books out there that you've read, all the great talks and speaks that you've heard, speakers that you've heard, all the information that you've learned from your parent experiences and all the things that you see in, your, in what you're doing and in other people's lives that are valuable and worth repeating, keep on doing those things. We just hope to add a little bit more and help you just take one more step and level up one more time in a direction that's going to equal happier, more fulfilling partnership relationships with your loved ones and your kids and your family. As always, thank you for your time, for coming to visit Light the Fight. Um, this is a very short episode. I'm here by myself, and uh, it's a short episode because I just got done recording a, a teen podcast episode, and well, it's teen slash young adult episode. In fact, uh, it'll be our third episode that we post, so it'll be coming in a few weeks. Um, I'm really excited about this. Man, I've, I've been so excited about every episode. Um, it's not that I just record this, but Heidi wasn't here and it's been a lot, it's a lot late night here in the studio. I've had a long day at work, but I thought maybe I just need to not ramble on for an hour. Maybe I just need to say a few things that I feel are worth saying and, and talk about some things that really matter. And I hope to see so many of you at our free event. If you're in town, you can make it or to come to our workshop. And if not, keep on listening to the podcast, share the podcast, um, you know, give us a review on, on iTunes. Um, and just continuing to share the things that you've learned, not just from our podcast, but from other places with other parents, because we're all in this fight together. So thank you. As Heidi would say, thank you for helping us light the fight. Hope to see you at our event soon. I don't know.